On today's episode of the Crossworks Media Podcast, we will be talking about the rampant crime and the failure of the law and order in the United States. So our first story I'm going to go to comes from the Daily Mail, UK, and it's, I think it's Operation Fall Hall 2 in Florida results in 160 people being arrested for sex trafficking, including a Georgia deputy police chief, two Disney workers, and like teachers, PE teacher, math teacher, um, some other people. So, you know, we, we look at this. And you have this this police chief who is supposed to protect and serve, but the only thing he's protecting and serving is his own self-interest. Okay, so, you know, this this stuff is everywhere. You know, anytime you pop in the news, I think last year we saw it, and it never really hits big news headlines. Last year, I remember they found like, there was like, what, they found 50 kids or something somewhere in the world, and you heard about it for like a week. So... You know, and, and there's there's so many more of these, you know, these news headlines, and it seems like it's getting worse. You know, I was going through the local news, and in Greenville, some lady got stabbed over the weekend, and she died from it. Um, somebody got shot in Spartanburg or something. So you know, it, it seems like there's so much more crime going on. The question is, is it actually more crime, or is it just being reported on or the internet, or is it so much more connected? There's way more news out. Like outlets, I I'm saying even compared to the last three years, maybe, unless you know, there's not actually that much big news going on right now. No, like but so important like, news. So like, yeah, but I mean, like like you were saying about like, you know that all those people getting caught in that operation. I mean, was it was it like that back then? I'm did you sure. Just, did you just not hear about it as much? I'm sure. It's just uh, now, it's just now, like we we just have the technology that we can catch all these people now. Well, I think. I think it's more maybe institutionalized, but like right here, August 28th, 2020, 40 missing children rescued during Georgia police thing. 70 missing children found. And um, this was May 31st, 2022. This was a few months back during a Texas operation. This stuff is rampant and it happens a lot. So I think I think what happens is you you have people who, and a lot of these stuff is like people soliciting for prostitutes but a lot of these prostitutes and and you know these underground pornography films or whatever you want to call them they're they're people who are taken advantage of um kidnapped and groomed inside of this type of situation here and obviously you have you know minor sex trafficking and everything too but i definitely think that it's i think it is getting worse well, I mean, with this new um, sexual revolution that we're living through right now, um, one of the big pushes that the left is trying to make is to normalize sex work. Yeah. You know, like with all these OnlyFans and prostitution and stuff like that, they're trying to make it legal to like for prostitution and stuff like that. So, I mean, when you have a side that like thinks that is like a good and decent living to be made, then obviously, I mean, obviously you're gonna you're gonna have people that probably agree with it, and you know, it's not that bad to go and solicit prostitutes but i mean that's just not a healthy thing to do no not at all and i think too which i lost my train of thought but i always lose my train of thought but anyways i think what happens is as we become more and more of a culture that 
is fleeing from God and fleeing from morality. And like you said, the sexual revolution has to go along with like whatever makes you feel better, whatever is best for you, you should do that and live out your truth. It's this postmodernist thing where there's, there's no, there's no like, um, one truth. It's everyone has their own truth. Right. So you have stories like that. And then you have this story right here. This just happened. Um, let's see a little while ago here. This is from the New York Post. It's a Missouri tourist, 2021, or 2021. A St. Louis tourist, age 21, raped by a stranger in a New York City subway station. And they don't know who he is. But essentially what happened was, as this lady comes from St. Louis, there's a man who says, hey, I'll show you around town. And so they get on the subway and they ride around, stop at a whole bunch of different stops. And... Then at the end of the, the, you know, the showing, he was showing her around. He took her to a secluded subway station and he raped her. First of all, never, ever listen to some dude who says, you know, I'll show you around. Doesn't matter if you look sketchy or not. That's that's stupid. So, but it's, it's stuff like this where in New York City, in these, in these liberal and democratic cities, and not even just liberal democratic cities or in states, but like almost all cities are liberal and democratic and just or not democratic, but democrat cities. You know, there's there's nobody there who's able to have a gun, able to protect themselves. And in so you hear hear stuff about this and you hear stuff about that lady who got raped on a raped while people were watching her and did nothing to stop her. So you constantly have stories about people committing crimes in front of people and nothing happens, you know? Well, and then recently, ever since, what, 2020, which is, you know, the summer of love and all those George Floyd riots, we've, uh, ever since then, we've seen just such a massive spike in crimes that have rampaged across the nation. And for the longest time, the Democrats have, you know, tried to, you know, just act like it's not there. But there's, I forgot, there was this headline recently where it's like, Democrats are just going to have to face that crime is rising and it's their fault. Yeah, because I mean, you look at all these. I mean, you look at like the places where all these crimes are going like off the rails. It's like what Philadelphia Soros prosecutor. Um, where is it? Los Angeles Soros prosecutor. San Francisco. San Francisco. Same thing. I think New York probably most yep. likely has a Soros prosecutor. And it's so funny because for the longest time, this you know Soros prosecutors was like a conspiracy theory, and oh that's just an anti-Semitic yeah uh, thing. And then and then um. Was it George Soros comes and puts out a, uh, I think it was a op-ed or something that in the, I think it was a Washington Post, where he's like, oh, you know, people may not like my thing, but I'm not gonna stop, um, put, uh, you know, putting out my money to, uh, you know, achieve my dreams and, you know, this uh, new, what is it, justice reform system that I think that it could really be good for the nation and his, his whole thing about the, um, you know, his version of uh, justice reform is. To, you know, pretty much just let people out of jail and then criminalize the innocent people who try to protect themselves. Why do you think he's doing that? It's I'm I, I'm pretty sure I've heard in the in like in the past that like he's come out and like he really just does not like America. I don't know. Is he doing? I don't know if he's doing this in other nations. I he got kicked out of somewhere or he crashed some sort of currency in um, Europe, I believe, or something like that. But like, I often wonder, like, what? Why? Why is he doing this? Um, you know, the you can you can just you can gather up more control when there's chaos in a um, nation. 
You can what? You can you can get you can get more power when there's uh just a complete chaos in a nation and um I mean who are the citizens going to run to to ask for help if they can't own guns? They're going to ask the government for help. Federalize the uh, police force. Yeah, and yeah, so he um you know you he must hate America obviously because there's no way in their right mind this I'm, but they do. That's the thing. So people actually think this is good. There, there's people, majority of people, or a lot of people are voting for this to happen. And, and like, why? Like, what is wrong? Well, because with these I people? mean, th- when it comes down to it, you go and look at like places like San Francisco where they actually got a petition to kick that guy out, that Soros prosecutor, because they were sick of it. I mean, I, you honestly, you think about it, and people, the, this guy, these people have just so so much money behind them from a guy like Soros. That I mean, really, you if, if as long as you just get your name out there, pe- people will go to the ballot box and be like, "Hey, I've heard of that name before," and then choose it, and then just vote them in. Because, I mean, if you're gonna have some some rich dude backing you, putting your name up everywhere, pe- you're gonna have the name recognition. People will just vote you, and they don't actually know your policies or anything. But I mean, so yeah, San Francisco, they they were able to um, petition that guy out of there, but Los Los Angeles, they tried to get their guy out of there, and you had to get like a certain threshold, like a number of um, vote or signatures, and they ended up uh, getting like 200,000 more, but then they ended up, uh, the city ended up chucking out like 210,000 signatures so then they could get back under the threshold so the guy can stay in. Yeah, it's, that was in Los Angeles? Yep. Oh, that's what it's, Gascon? I think that's the the guy in um, San Francisco that they kicked out with Gascon, I think. Yeah, and they'll probably just replace him with some other freaking loser. Yeah, but I don't know. But crime has gotten so much worse, though. I mean, like especially violent crime. You like New York City has seen the largest increase in violent crimes out of all the cities. It's like it has a forty point six percent increase compared to twenty twenty one. These are violent crimes. Yep, forty percent. That is insane. Well, you know what's funny is the other day I was at work and we went to Subway for lunch and. I didn't feel like paying Subway's prices for a drink. So I just, there was a Dollar General right next to it. So I ran into Dollar General to grab a Gatorade. And there's a dude straight up loading like a jacket full of Gatorades. And he, I think he took like some sparklers and, and just bolted out the door. And I told the manager, I was like, hey, that dude, I think just stole a bunch of stuff. And she's like, I know. And so she, she ran outside and yelled at him. She said, you are not allowed back here. So I asked her, I was like, is that all that happens? Like, do you guys call the cops? And she's like, no, like, we could call the cops, but they're not going to really do anything. And we have to wait for a Greenville County to come up because Marietta, where we were working, doesn't yeah. have a police station. So they have to wait for county sheriffs to come. And she's like, they won't really do anything. And um, the only thing we can tell them is to not come back in the store. And, you know, it. I saw him, and I literally just stepped aside because it's like, I to stop him I couldn't do anything like legally I couldn't stop him you know what I'm saying no because as soon as you you know you could have a bad guy doing something but and if you stop and hurt and then end up hurting him then you can get in trouble for it I, I probably would get in trouble yeah. for it because um, the only way you can use like violence to end something or stop something is if there's great bodily harm or death could happen and obviously that's not going to happen he's st- honestly he's stealing maybe $10 worth of stuff but like the fact that he's doing this at one o'clock in the afternoon in broad daylight 
with cameras everywhere. There's no recourse. There's no, like, this guy's not afraid of anything. They're not going to press charges against the guy. Like, yeah, they have his photo now, but, like, that doesn't do anything. Like, even if you catch, like, if you catch somebody stealing your, your four-wheeler or something, you catch them on camera, and they get a picture of the face, they're, they're not going to, like, go out and find this guy. I mean, you had that. You had that happen with a truck. Yeah, my truck. My yeah, literally, my truck got stolen. And this was what four years ago? Almost four years ago. Yeah. And you know, like the I told the cops about it, and they took down my a statement of mine. And sorry. <coughs> oh, excuse me. They took down a statement of mine, and that was pretty much it. <clears throat> And they're like, okay, well, we'll we'll see what we can do. And they don't go looking for your truck because it got stolen. Okay, that's not what happens. It's like if they find it, if they come across it, you know, if they run the plates and it's all oh, it come up as stolen. Like that's that's why they put that in the system, and that's it. So like if if this guy, you know, if he's got his picture taken right from robbing the store, if he gets you know, arrested or something, and like, like, hey, you know, you also are charged for robbing a Dollar General four years ago, like, or whatever the, my word is my throat itchy, but yeah, so, you know, the cops, they don't, they don't do anything anymore, you know, if you would have got caught stealing back in the day, you know, there was, there was, you know, punishments to be had, like, in broad daylight, like, you wouldn't do that, you know, the people wouldn't let that happen, but you know what, you know, the, the law doesn't permit you to stop someone from stealing something. It doesn't. It, it has to. It, it, you, if someone comes in your yard to steal your truck, you can't shoot them. You can't shoot them with a gun. Like, legally, you can't, speaking. You know, and whether the, whether the, you know, the district attorney will actually prosecute you or not, that's besides the point. But, like, the law is written that life is worth more than goods, so... And, and you know what? Like, yeah, I get it. But what happens is if there's no punishment for people who th- steal minor and, and minor and little things, they'll just keep going up. Like, this guy had no no qualms of showing his face. He did not care. He looked right at me. He smiled at me. Like, they, these people don't care. And this is in they South know, Carolina. They, they know they're not going to get in trouble. I mean, this it's not – yeah, you like you said, this is in South Carolina. I mean, then you look at – like play, like Los Los Angeles is just a hellhole right now. I mean, there's videos every day of like just places like like a bunch like 15 people will walk into a place, just ransack the place, and then just walk out. Yeah. And the, and then you know the store store owners just standing there. And then you have like a the what is it like the bodega up in New York, where like um what was it that guy just randomly started attacking that bodega store owner. Yeah. His girlfriend tried to stab him, and then what he what did he did he shoot him or he stabbed him right. The bodega, the but remember, and then he he protected himself. I think he killed the guy, or maybe just stabbed him. Yeah. And then he gets arrested. The bodega guy. Yeah. People put up a stink. The New York finally is like, okay, we'll let him off. And the guy's like, screw this. And then he moves back to the Dominican Republic because he's like, it's be- my wow. life will probably be better yeah. there. You, this was like a big, wicked big story. Yeah. And then I think it was in Los Angeles where it was that um, the younger was it Asian guy kid. Where the, uh, the two guys like walk yeah. up and he's like, yeah, it was like, in hey, Nevada. Yeah. Oh, it was in Nevada. Okay. And he's like, hey, you know, I think, you know, I'm going to take that. And the guy's like, just please leave. And then they're just standing there. No, I don't think I'm going to. And then he like grabs something and he try like, he like walks to the one guy. And then as soon as he walks to the other guy, one guy jumps over the counter. He runs to that guy. And then he just like stabs the crap out like of the guy. Like a bunch of times. Like a bunch of times. Like, times. I mean, people are going to get sick of it. Guy thieving. 
is like can ruin someone's life. Well, and the thing too is like when someone, you know, steals something, like yeah, they're stealing it from the company, but if that store gets shut down because it's being thieved or robbed so much, then you're putting a handful of employees out of work. Yeah, you have Starbucks closing yeah. in like I think Portland. Yeah. Because it's just so bad over there. I mean, you're you're taking people's jobs, and eventually civilians are going to get sick of it because you know that the police aren't going to do anything about it. I mean, you, when you look at like like some of these like self defense laws in some of these states, like like Maryland or New York, you know, like if someone's running at you like down the road, running at you with a gun, like screaming at you, you have, it was a by law you have to retreat into your house, right? Yeah. They break into your house. I think you have to like retreat again. It's like constantly like, you just have to retreat. I don't even know at the at what point you can actually protect yourself. But then you have places like I don't know what who has stand the ground laws. Does South Carolina have stand your ground? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a stand your ground like you can like you don't have to retreat. Yeah. There's there's three there's three laws. There's duty to retreat, which like you're saying, you have to like if 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 someone busts in your front door, you have to run out your back door. Yes. If you don't have a back door or whatever, and there's no avenue of escape. Then you can attack, and then you can defend yourself. But even still, you're gonna have to go before a jury that will be like, "Hey, you, you know, you have to prove to us." Could have jumped you, out the yeah. window. So, and then in other states like Maryland, like you have castle doctrine, where if if they come into your house, then you can shoot them. Okay, and you can end it right there. And then you have states like South Carolina, which have stand your ground, which is if you're standing in the middle of a field on your property and they're running after you, saying, "I'm gonna kill you," and they're 500 yards away. Technically, you could shoot them. Now they might have some questions for it, but the state has to prove that you had like homicidal intent to kill them. So, which good luck proving that? Right, exactly. So, but that's the thing is like it, it doesn't matter where you are. You you have a stand your ground. Like if someone's starting to come at you, bro, you can end it. But so right here, California. Listen to this: Karina Castro, age twenty seven, was beheaded with a sword. Thursday morning outside her apartment in San Carlos, California. Her ex-boyfriend, Jose Rafael Solano Landeta, Landeta, 33, is currently under arrest and charged with homicide. So this dude straight up beheaded a woman with a sword in the morning and nobody does anything. Why? Well, you know... It's a sword. I wouldn't... Yeah, exactly. You're in California. A lot of, ti- a lot of times, like, knives and stuff are... In certain situations, are more dangerous than a gun. Yeah, like, but you're in California. You can't have guns. Exactly. This isn't. Or I mean, you can, but it's not easy. Like, most likely, people did not have guns around them. If somebody near me was just took out a sword and chopped somebody's head off in South Carolina, the person would probably be shot by 27 people. Like seriously, like, you know, and this is California. Like, I wouldn't want to go to California. I wouldn't want to go to New York City. I don't even want to go to Detroit. Like any of these cities, I wouldn't. I do not want to go there. I don't like. It's it's the crime there's, there's, is insane. There's so many videos like you go and look in like Philadelphia. Oh, it's supposed to be the city of brotherly love, but there I see videos every day that like there's there's two ladies walking down the street, and it's like a um just a security camera outside. There's two ladies walking down the street. There's this um dude that walks past them. As soon as the ladies go by, the dude turns around and just sucker punches the lady in the back of the head, and she's just out. And then he starts attacking the other lady. Yeah. I mean, you you can just be walking, doing nothing, and then someone, some dude, methed out on bath salts, or what fentanyl, is just gonna randomly go and attack you. It's just getting so so bad. I mean, there's there's that one where um, I don't know if you saw it. It was in a, she was like a a worker for like a cell phone store. 
the dude like walks in like act, asking about cell phones and she's like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, you can do this and this. And then he like just keeps walking up to the counter, walks behind that counter and just starts beating her. Yeah. It knocks her out, stops, starts uh, curb stomping her for no reason. Yep. It's getting so bad. Not, Get out of the cities. Dude, you got to. Like seriously. And this, and this comes back to community. There's a loss of community. You know, in New Ipswich, where we used to live, a little tiny town, 3,000 people, if somebody walked into the local store and sucker punched the cash register and started curb stomping her, there would, there would be people hunting this guy down. They probably know where you live. Right, exactly. That's the thing. Like, the, you lose that in the city. The city, it, it's terrible. Like, literally, get out of the city. Move somewhere. Move with people you know. Move with friends, family. I don't know. Find like-minded individuals. Live with them because, or around them. Because you know what? It, that's just ridiculous. Like, I, I don't even want my wife and child to be going into the cities around here alone. You know? I, I, and you know what? Obviously, you know, this is the news. You hear about these things. Like, uh, the percentage of it happening to you is obviously very, very low. But it's a lot more than it used to but, be. But the, but the same people, you know, that lady who was walking with her kid in California... She probably thought, oh, you know, it's you know, odds are very low to happen, yeah. and then she just gets her head chopped off, like literally with, with a freaking sword during the daytime. This is retarded. And and sorry, I didn't mean to say that word, but anyways, <laughs> um, this is this is this is ridiculous. And you can just go up and you can look at the crime, you can look at anything you want, and you'll find crime and crime and crime and crime. And you know what? The left will always want to take your guns away. Take away your right to protect yourself. And that's just foolishness. I I carry a gun with me almost everywhere I go. The chances of me needing it are very, very low. But you know what? Especially with my wife and child, I would feel like a heel if I couldn't protect them when the time comes that I need to protect them. And I want the best tool for the job. Okay? I don't want to use my fists. Okay? I don't I want to be able to use a, a firearm you know, it's a force multiplier. So. But yeah, so if you, if you look around, you know, like even on this, this earlier um, story about the St. Louis tourist who got raped in the, on the subway train, like I was looking up another rape thing that had happened and this one pops up. You know, five hours ago. Like, this stuff is happening all the time. Why is my Wi-Fi so garbage? My word. But. No, but, I mean, then you, and then when you look at, like, um, all these violent crimes that are going up, whenever it comes to, like, shootings, they always try to blame it on, um, on guns and stuff like that. But, I mean, when you look at what, like, the definition of a violent crime, it's not just, like, shootings and stuff like that. Violent crimes are rape, sexual assault, robbery, assault, and murder. So I mean, like when when people say violent crimes are up, those aren't just gun related crimes. So you can't blame it on guns. This is a this is a like a cultural problem. We have we have a morality problem. There there is something really sick and twisted about the soul of our nation right now. That you like you don't care enough about like the people in your own community. That you, you I mean you, I don't know. You just can't. You don't even have a connection with your community anymore. You don't you don't know who who the person living four doors down from you is anymore. You don't know people by their first names. 
So you don't have a connection. You don't care about these people. Like in New York where they don't even care about that lady who's getting raped on a subway train. They're just looking at her as she's getting raped. Like you don't do anything about it. Or another story where there's another New York subway where this uh, lady is literally just getting uh, beat up by a dude and, she's, and nobody does anything. They just stand there and watch him. So one person with a couple people were recording it. They're just standing there and watching her as this lady's getting beat up. And I mean, what, do you, what are you supposed to do about it? How do you solve that? How do you, how do you heal the soul of a nation? I don't think you can. You know, at this point, we've lost so much. It's gone so far. There, There's no way it can come back to what it was. It's impossible. How could it? The only way it will happen is with the left. Not having kids. Aborting their kids. Trying to sterilize sterilizing themselves. Them. That they'll, they'll literally just stop. They'll cease to exist. Republicans have more kids than liberals. But the problem is, is like they say, and like we've said before, they don't need kids, they have yours. So we need to figure out how to raise, you have to raise your kids. You know, this is not something that will be solved within the next 20 years. It's not. What is it? Is, is the saying is, um, you must be ready to, um, to plant fruits that you may not uh, be able to enjoy or something like that. Right, and we might never know if this will succeed. Yeah, we don't know. And the, the, the last, you know, the lasting imprint on this world, you know, you would you die, and the name Javen and Clayton, it will be, you know, nobody's gonna remember us in the future. You know, what is it? T- it takes three generations before your name is forgotten or something yep. like that. Like I mean, I don't know my great 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 grandpa's name. Right. And then I mean, the only thing, the only thing that you will have done on this world is the kids that you raise. So you better do a good job. Yeah. And you better raise them. So they raise good kids. Yeah. And that, that's a lasting legacy. And it's, it's, it's a tough thing, but it's, it's actually not that tough. It isn't. That's all you have to do is care more about your children than you care about your own dumb life. You know, it's, it's hard. It's simple to simple to think about hard to execute maybe, or what is that? Like, like it's like a diet is easy to, it's easy to formulate, right? And it's obviously, it takes effort though to, to complete Easier it. to say than do. Yeah, exactly. It's easier said than done. So it's not hard to figure out how to do it. It's just literally doing it. So if, if, if you can just raise your kids and they don't, you don't have to make them perfect, but like just do a good job. It does take effort. You know, a parent, a, a father and a mother together and you'll pretty much probably be golden for the most part. And yeah, we, we might not see the changes in our lifetime and, but that, that, there's two ways this is going to get fixed. One, civil war, which I do believe is going to happen. Or two, like, you know, the left just ceases to exist as the, the far leftist or the, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like that, that faction. But, you know, these, you go on like Reddit and stuff and you read about what they say about the thinking Republicans and the Republicans say about the leftists and liberals. Like, man, they just, they hate each other. Yeah, and then you have, it doesn't help when you have the president of the United States claiming Republicans are a threat to the nation. Yeah, literally. With with a dark blood red background and you know Marines standing behind them. Pedo Hitler hashtag Pedo Hitler. Dude, you you can't make this stuff up. Like who who thought this was a good idea? Like seriously. And then and then guess what? Um, <coughs> Kamala Harris was just on with Meet, Meet the Press with Chuck Todd and was defending the uh, speech, saying that you know it's a good thing our commander in chief is uh, willing to come out and um, uh, defend our democracy. Yeah, we're our our country's ran by a bunch of lunatics. Um, but yeah, you know what? Who cares about them? 
You know, that doesn't, in this coming November, you know, hopefully, Lord willing, Lord willing, this 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 November we'll we'll get some more seats in the the Senate. But you know what? Republicans when they win, they do freaking nothing. They don't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like that that that's the problem. The left is worse than the right. The the, the Democrats, in my opinion, are worse than the Republicans. But the Republicans are still bad. So you know, and, and it all comes back to culture. You know, it all comes back to culture. You have to change the culture. You have to win the culture. And, the, and right now, obviously, you know, our first episode was, you know, the cultural battle or cultural war begins. And that is true. And it's still going on and it's going to go on for 20 years. Um, the, the first cultural war, the leftists won. They have it. They have the culture they want right now. You know, they're... The we're, 60s and 70s. Right. We're talking about the next pride stupid thing in their dumb lettering name or whatever is, you know, they might... They're talking anyways. There's people talking about having it be maps, minor attractive persons. That we have gone so far down the slippery slope, and it doesn't end. The slippery slope never ends. It just gets more and more and more and more depraved. Until you just yep. crash. And, you know, we heard today in, in the sermon, you know, that the man was preaching. He had a quote from Mother Teresa on how, how, in a world where a mother can kill her own child for her own selfish desires, essentially. Like how, that that, that is the most evil thing that can be, is that a woman will kill her own child for her own benefit. You know, and a mother and her child is the closest bond that exists on this world, I believe. And obviously a lot of this a lot of these women who who get these abortions are you know, they're 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 coerced into it, right? They don't understand what's going on. But you know, the ones who do, the ones who do understand, they come to the realization of what happened, they either A repent of what they've done, they feel bad, or B they just they're they're soulless and they're heartless people. And then they wear shirts like yep. you know, be proud of your abortions and, and stuff. And they'll say, yeah, I murdered my own effing kid and stuff like that. Or there's one where um, some lady was like, yeah, I, I never had an abortion, but I wish I had one. Yeah, exactly. It, it's just ridiculous. But so, anyways, you know, this is this is a shorter episode today. You know, we've had a busy weekend. Uh, we had weddings and friends and family visiting so but yes the uh, the cultural war continues and we'll come back with you for another episode next week thank you very much have a nice weekend